What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast. My name's Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. At Armed and Hilarious. And we are back to hang out with you guys on Odin's Day, right? I guess that gels. I guess, yeah, yeah. Wu-Tan's Day. Mr. Wednesday. Wu-Tang's Day? Yeah. Wu-Tang is forever. Every day is Wu-Tang Day. Uh, Yeah, uh, do you guys have a good week? I guess we're in the middle of the week now. Do you guys have a good opening to your week? Yeah, so far so good. Can't complain. Good weekend. I can complain a lot. (laughs) Yeah, let's hear it. It's a little early for Festivus, but I will air my grievances. (laughs) No, no, no. I just had a head cold. Not COVID. I did get, you know, COVID tests and stuff done to make sure that we're not, you know, adding to the pandemic. No, just a regular boring old head cold, sniffles, stuffy nose, keeping the missus awake with my wheezing all night long. Well, we're glad you're safe and not yeah. COVID. Like COVID free over here. Um, but yeah, what about you at Armin Hilarious? What you got going on this week? What did I do this weekend? You auditioned. I did not audition technically. Uh-huh. I simply sent in a couple of headshots, and thanks to your uh, good eye, Sniper. Good eye, Sniper. So I shoot. I I, I don't I want to release that, but like I'm I'm just putting it out there in the ether that yeah, like something good, not big but good and pretty dope might occur towards the end of the month, and I'm looking forward to that. Nice, awesome, awesome. Oh, we will leave it at that. So. Keeping up our, our spooky, spooktacular Halloween or October themed thingums, um, I thought we'd talk about like our favorite Halloween films, television shows, things that we, you know, we, we talked about our list last, last week. So this week, our favorite Halloween stuff. Uh, films, TV, what do you like to watch on Halloween? Porn. Of course you do. We mean strictly Halloween. This is not yeah, well, not year round. Hall- Just because yeah. you watch it year round doesn't. Well, have- no, like porn, <laughs> I mean Pornhub on Halloween has Halloween porn. Of course. Oh it gosh. And not just oh, like geez. cosplay porn, like real Halloween stuff. No, like legit, like hours and hours in the makeup just before you know having at it. And and letting all the makeup rub away. Okay, moving yep. past that. <laughs> uh yeah favorite halloween films television shows uh maybe just like is there a director you like to binge uh we were kind of up in arms last time because we don't know if we're getting a crypt keeper this year right like no tales from the crypt on hbo hbo max oh yeah oh hold on we've got house of horror yeah what do we got yeah sorry i'm goofing with the audio stuff but keep going guys continue um so uh you know something that i watch Every Halloween, you know, my favorite, favorite horror films. Um, I always like to kick it off with A Nightmare on Elm Street. The first one. I don't really bother with the sequels. What? What you do, I mean, you don't like any of the sequels? I feel like I those I like are them, the... But I don't, I don't feel the need to watch them again. The, the, I like because they understood the campiness. I feel like they were early, whereas Friday, like I don't know, Friday the Thirteenth doesn't seem self-aware enough. I know when you get to Jason goes to Manhattan, it's a little silly. <laughs> yeah. And and Halloween are just straight up great movies, at least yeah. th- till we get to four. Um, 
But Nightmare on Elm Street, I like the sequels. I think I like those sequels, like, once you get past, like, three, four, five, six, all those much more, especially, like, New Nightmare was a really good one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I appreciate Nightmare on Elm Street sequels. Um, I just don't feel the need to watch them. Okay. <laughs> to each his own. No, yeah. that's... That's all right. What about Halloween? Do you like the Halloween movies? I do like do you, both of you guys. I do. Um, um, the the ones that came out like, well, I haven't seen Halloween Kills, but uh, mm-hmm. Halloween that came out like three years ago, that one was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is in the new one too, but she that was that brought her back, right? This last one, like three years yeah. ago. Yeah, because there's one. Out I mean, now. like there's one out now. She, she came Kills. back for Halloween H two O. Yes. And that's right. Yeah. That one's <laughs> okay, right? Does that have Josh Hartnett in it? Is that? Yeah. You seen that Does it one? have water that in it? all right. Yeah. Uh, that was Josh Hartnett and also LL Cool J's in that movie. Of course. <laughs> H2O. That's when he was Man, in like every ain't that other Deep movie, Blue Sea? Right? How how LL Cool J going to be in two horror water movies? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I yeah. like Deepest, it. bluest. My head is on a shock spin. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that puts... So, I mean... Ugh, get out of here. <laughs> stuff that some of these guys would like to erase from their... Uh, erase from their catalogs, maybe. Um, what about you, Rex? Uh, I mean, there's some... I, I used to hate the camp movies. I hate, I w- am not a horror movie fan until recently. I mean, Shining is my favorite horror movie. But as far as Halloween mo- movies go... Well, or the campy slasher movies even. Not just Halloween specifically, but like it's October, so campy slasher movies are it. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Reanimator. Um, what other ones? I mean, I used um, to love, like as a kid, and this sounds weird to say, but even as a kid, one of the first like... Halloween movies I saw was like the Child's Play movies. Who does? Yeah, like oh, those those scared me. My, my one of my buddies buddy. was just was one of your just buddies. Was he my pal? Was he your pal, buddy? No, no, my <laughs> my pal. Uh, one of the guys I know in Vancouver played the uh, the creepy um, superintendent in the new movie and did a, actually did a really good job. Has an awesome. He gets he gets murdered in a fantastical way. Is there a new new movie or is like the, movie. the one that came out like a couple years ago in 19... couple years ago. Okay, yeah. Four yeah, with years Mark ago, Hamill. Five years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's always the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I said Reanimator. Um, Night of the Living Dead. Um, or Return of the Living Dead. I really like that one. That one's fun. It's self-aware. They've got the, the famous like goop zombie... Yeah. Um, that may be my favorite of the campy ones, Return of the Living Dead. That's pretty good. So, Man, there the- was like a 1990s Living Dead movie where like this guy and his girlfriend are like, you know, making out by some toxic dumper or some military site. And then she gets bitten by a, a zombie. And like, it, long story short, I, I'll, I'll get to where I'm going with this. Um they end up having zombie sex, pre-zombie sex, before she turns full zombie. Interesting. Nice. So nice. That, the hopefully we, I can we find that the on zombie program. baby in Dawn of the Dead. So, um, so this got me thinking. Like, did George Romero do all of the Living Dead movies direct? I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, I th- I think he gets like a producer credit on all of them, and even like Return of the Living Dead. 
ties into it. And that kind of series is based off of that where it's like, oh, no, this movie was based off of a real event that happened. Oh, yeah. It yeah, goes yeah. on from there. But I think he at least gets producer credit on everything. He might have directed. But what a legend, he right? He might have directed and even, all of them. Well, this is this is a bit of an aside. But you know that the reason why that movie took off so much is because it's not copyrighted. Really? Yeah. So when they, the first... So the first time your movie's shown, I'm sure somebody can break it down even more. The first time your movie's shown, it has to have copyright on the front, and they forgot to put it on there, and so it huh. doesn't have the the year copyright. Is that a director's guild thing, like one of those weird rules? Yeah, and so that's why if you watch any any movie that has a horror movie, like they're watching a movie, it has Night of the Living Dead, and it that's why zombies blew up, and that's why the whole genre took off. So because. he's whether he meant to do it or not, I don't think he meant to do it, but. He's a legend and just sparked so many films and especially when we're fighting with copyright yeah. now and it's such a hot topic and especially in the music industry, which isn't really, but it's, yeah, so that's I why just, it's everywhere. I just looked it up and George Romero is a director credit on Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and Survival of the Dead. So Way to go. When, when did the latest one come out? 2009. Or late to the, okay. 2009, and then, of course, Romero, we lost George Romero in 2017. Something like that? Ish, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, look at that. Rock and roll. Because I was thinking about, like, the the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, right? Are they all Wes Craven? I, f- Ooh, I don't know. Because I feel like he disavowed him and then went came back and directed New Nightmare. Okay, yeah. Does that sound right? Does yeah. that sound... Because the Halloween Which is good. I like New Nightmare. ...have been directed by a bunch of different directors, right? Like yeah, Zombie yeah. Has a couple, John Carpenter's some. Um, Carpenter did the first two, and then yeah. three is something different. And I think three, he did he did the score for and then produced it as well. Rob which Zombie. is why that three is one of the greatest horror movie scores of all time. Whether you like the movie or not, it is oh, undeniably great. we talked about Season of the Witch before, score. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Chariot of Pumpkins, I think, is is like the title track, and it's it's yeah. phenomenal. One of my all-time favorites. I mean, that's cool, right? Like, you got John Carpenter, who is a talented musician, as well as an amazing director, and Rob Zombie, same kind of thing. Maybe it's a horror thing. Well, it is. Well, speaking of where somebody in the chat just brought up the thing, which is maybe my favorite. I think, as far as scary Halloween movies go, The Shining's my favorite. 2A or 1A, whatever you want to call it, is probably the thing. Again, yeah. probably the greatest score of all time um for horror movies and such a, such about a score, good movie. not just like sound effects right yes okay. yeah the score the whole the whole synth score it's actually on my my record player right now as we speak if i could move my camera um it's so so good and the practical effects may be the greatest practical effects of all time yeah oh for sure uh, just so, so good. i don't know man alien I would say the thing's better than Alien, which is also a phenomenal movie. I mean, practical but, effects wise, like that's it's, it's a yeah, yeah it's it's, but there. it's in the conversation whether yeah. you, you know, yeah. Um, Mister Lurker said, "What appeal do we think horror movies draw on with audiences in relation to men versus women?" It seems like horror movies appear more toward a masculine sensibility. Um, I will. It's because traditionally, I guess, in the stereotype, well, some guys want to play the hero. Depending on yeah, I think horror movies, just as the we were talking 007 movies a couple weeks ago, are a good reflection on society as to way 
women are objectified in culture and pop cult in regular culture. And then we see it in pop culture as you see the rise of power, whatever you want to call abilities yeah. in Bond women, you see in horror movies too. I was going to say Scream's that. I, a good one that, I was going to say Scream, at, and mm-hmm. I Know What You Did Last Summer, and those kind of later, I mean, Wes Craven, again, bringing the, uh, bringing the genre to the modern era. I yeah, think, it, you said Alien too is a good alien, one, where, right. where we turn who would be, you know, one of the first killed, whatever it is, and then Sigourney Weaver yeah. takes over that role, which was written for a man. Um, but, but yeah, even, I didn't mean to step on what you were saying. No, see, even, well, it just goes to show, like, I think that maybe that's, like, traditional, like, the campy 70s, 80s horror films. But as we get into the late 80s, into the 90s, we we get past that a little bit. Um, especially, again, you get Ripley and you get Sarah Connor in Terminator. Um, I mean, more so in Terminator 2, which, you know, we've talked about that being a action-adventure movie where the first Terminator is a horror film. Um, yeah. And I think the the better the movie is, usually the the maybe not better. The more well written the film is, the more well written the women are, the more developed, the more complex. Whereas you see the worst films and kind of thrown together um, with not much meat there. Yeah. Um, and have, speaking, yeah. I mean, directors that round out. I mean, there was a. We're getting slightly off topic here, but George R. R. Martin, his stories were compelling. I mean, to both men and women, because the female characters were three dimensional and were relatable. So if you make a, a female lead in a horror movie relatable, you're going to get uh, More, a gender neutral audience, a broader, or, yeah. a, a broader, a broader audience to, to. Yeah, I think so, too. Um but that leads us into like, again, you know, I always try to watch the first Scream movie too. I'm going to bring it back into where we're supposed to be here. Favorite must watch <laughs> Halloween and horror films. Um, well, because they are, they, in the Venn diagram, they're very similar, right? Yeah. With hor- horror movies and Halloween movies. And that's why we're kind of saying how, where, yeah, Halloween is its own genre. Like uh, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I would even put... Um, what is it? Hocus Pocus is Hocus a Halloween, Pocus is Halloween movie. movie. Yeah. Right? Like, it's in that genre. No, it's, it's a, fun a one. Christmas it's perfect. movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a St. Patty's Day movie. Yeah. But do you get, do you understand what I'm saying, though? It's not, it, there are Halloween movies and then there are scary And there are horror movies. movies. Okay. And there are scary okay. movies for kids. Yeah. So it's not, yeah. It's of I the season. That it's yeah. it's and, of the season. And okay. Even, even more so now, we've got like all this kind of torture porn and, and super gore. Somebody in Reddit mentioned like the Saw movies where it's just like, it's torture porn. It's not. It's not horror. horror. It's not Halloween. It's really oh, the is. Green Inferno or the Hostel mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. I mean, I, to my credit, do own the first Hostel. We can't see on that. DVD. There you go. But ah, uh, man, watching, watching the Green Inferno. Ugh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Ugh, I hate that stuff. I, well, and the, and the you know, shock. human centipede yeah. and and those kinds of things too, right? Like, they they don't necessarily do it for me. Hey, how about uh, you know, I was just thinking about like how there's some retro stuff, like you know, the R.L. Stein stuff, Goosebumps. That stuff's kind of Halloween. I mean, as a kid, we read those books all the time, and they had a show for a while, and maybe there's another show mm-hmm. coming out, but great like, show, those are Halloween solid show things. Um, a Gremlins is another one that's like a Halloween movie, not necessarily a horror movie, right? 
It's that I know. I know. Uh, Armed and Hilarious was joking about it before as being a Christmas movie. Dare I say that's more of a Christmas movie? Okay. I'll, I'll I mean, that. you've got what's her name doing the terrible uh, monologue about her her dad getting caught in the chimney, yeah, yeah. and dying in the chimney. So yeah. Oh, Halloween Town. Yes. Halloween Town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Decom movies. Gotta love it. Uh, and. I mean, does does a Halloween movie have to take place around Halloween? Like a Christmas movie has to take place around Christmas. Do we need to make that distinction? Like, I think like Blair Witch Project's like a Halloween movie because it fits the themes. I don't know if it happens during Halloween time, but it fits all the themes. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. I'm trying to think because like, like where does a Lost Boy sit in that conversation? And I think we're kind of you know. Yeah. drawn towards that genre like it is but I mean I mean vampire movies are their own thing anyway right yeah yeah because I mean the vampire like, we'll movies say, run the gamut of, of like rock, adventure movies all the way into whatever Lost Boys becomes yeah to Twilight uh, well Twilight yeah. is romantic comedy <laughs> um <laughs> What about um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? TV show. See, I think Buffy, I guess maybe we could talk about TV shows after. But what do you think about the movie? That I think that's kind of a Halloween Buffy movie. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is definitely a Halloween movie. Fun. Um, a little still, that's a great movie. Also, that's Luke an, Perry. I think that's the movie with movie. Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson and yeah. Luke Perry, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a it's a Halloween flag. movie. Yeah. David Arquette as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he put yeah, he super over the top performance as he's he's best as. What about TV? The, Halloween has some of my favorite TV specials. Do you guys have uh, a TV well, show that you like horrors, in particular? All the Simpsons Treehouse yes. of Horrors. Yeah. Um, specifically the one where I'm getting them all mixed up now. There's French fries in my bloody fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I did, like season two or three through like eight or nine are just all can't miss television. They're yeah. all so, so good. They they just knocked out of the park, you know. When you've got Conan O'Brien and all those guys writing for it, just yeah, h- hilarious. The Shining one is a personal favorite. Just that. Oh, uh, uh, when Trials of Horror Ten is pretty good. Where where uh, where Ned becomes a Wolfman, right? Yeah, is that season? I thought that was that was season maybe 10? season eleven. Yeah. Whenever it was, it was a pretty good Trees one. Because I think season two was the first year of the Treehouse of Horrors, and then they went on from Got it. So maybe the, 11, season 11. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. The, the, did you guys ever watch the Roseanne ones? No. Those are really, really good. So she was the first one to, to really do a Halloween-specific episode every single year. And I know there's like Golden Girls ones and whatever, but they're kind of hit and miss but like Roseanne did it all the time and they're all very very good they borderline from like good to excellent really they're yeah they're really really I mean, good as if far you as like sitcoms that, go you know I, I feel like I was just past I don't know not it wasn't old enough for me to care like like old sitcoms like Brady Bunch and Adam's Family but still modern enough that I was like oh this is grown up shows well it's so Joss Whedon speaking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer Joss Whedon was a writer on Roseanne they had an insane group of writers that are all did comic book movies and all that stuff now like they had a really 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 good writers room so it's worth if you can find them out there they were on Hulu last year or Amazon Prime 
Um, if you can find it, check it out. It's nice. they're pretty good. Um, and then the Bob's Burgers ones are are always playing on our house. Yeah. Um, speaking, getting back to to specifically Halloween things. What about like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or well, the modern version, like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, definitely is yeah. like Halloween everything, right? Because it all falls around like All Hallows Eve and super witchy Halloween. But what about like old school Sabrina? Where it's just, you know, she's a teen witch. It's kind of bewitched in high school, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I watched it here and there back in the day. I like the new one, the Netflix one. Oh, really. yeah, it was so good. Season three is is pretty good, but like season one and season two, I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And they, they capped it, right? There's no more of those. Yeah, so, I yeah, think they did I like three seasons. So. Uh, Big yeah. Bear 2G19 mentions a great thing. Um, remember back in the day when... Nickelodeon switched to Nick at Night and then Friday and Saturday nights or whatever. We got Snick instead instead of. Ooh, Red are TV. you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Is what he brought up, and it was That's so good. My buddy just gave me his Paramount Plus password, and I've been watching it while I've been editing the past three days. Are you afraid of the dark? There, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So there's so some begins. terrible, terrible ones. There's some. It, there's some terrible ones, but they're fun to watch. Yeah. I like it. It's uh, the Midnight and, Society. And Goosebumps. I think. I may be a monster for saying it, but I think the Goosebumps was better. I um, don't think so. You are a monster for saying that. Are Are you afraid of the dark? Is fun. They're fun to watch. Um, yeah, and no, not we don't talk about Allison Mack anymore because obviously we don't need to talk about that. But I remember um, before Smallville, I saw Sam Jones and Allison Mack on an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark together, and then you know I used to watch that religiously. Yeah. And then, of course, they came on Smallville together, and the rest is kind of history. But, yeah. Nice. So, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Was a, was there another show like Are You Afraid of the Dark that used to come on? Snick? I have, like, this weird remembrance of uh, something else. I don't remember. I, know, um, um, I mean, real Goosebumps monsters? is... Well, I mean, no, Monster Cartoon's different. No, I thought there was like, I mean, it was Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I feel like there was one more of those kinds of shows, like kind of pulp horror shows. I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. Maybe this is one of those Mandela effects. No, that's so it might be. So when I was when I lived in um, Peoria, Illinois, we had our own Midnight Society and someone mentioned it in the chat. Um, with the, the scary stories to tell in the dark, which they made a movie out of. But we would we would try and be the first ones to get those books and tell those stories to our friends. And it was always a big deal, like if you could be the best storyteller of those. And usually we were just ripping off of scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Well, which are spooky. Those so so the crap out of So me. that's kind of a Halloween tradition, right? Like getting around telling, telling scary stories. What about those, like, those myths and movies like Candyman that had like scary story games that you you know bloody mary and those things you have to like oh, mess yeah. around with your friends i mean i still won't say candy man in, into the mirror <laughs> that movie scared the crap out the of original me. That one, was the like new the one's supposed to be really time. good too i haven't seen it yet um yeah it's uh what's his name that did it um kyle and peel yeah peel did it yeah well speaking and i think he got a producer credit i don't think he was a director for it still what did he write it too I don't know, but whatever it is, I think he's pretty hands-on with it. Yeah, I mean, that movie looks looks absolutely great. Oh, yeah, um, and for the uh, the Rockefellers out there that were super rich, uh, Tales from the Crypt was good. Well, yeah, and, and we had Tales from the Crypt. We used to you know, get our week of HBO and the... <laughs> <laughs> Record everything. Just, yeah. yeah, 
Uh, and that's what or we're talking a about cheater box. earlier, how there's not enough Tales from the Crypt right now, and you can't watch. At least I couldn't find it. Uh, HBO Does HBO Max have Tales from the Crypt streaming? Not, no. I it does. Uh, well, still no. Um, and Elvira. Where can we find some Elvira action? Um, anywhere on TV right now. My dad was watching it the other day. Uh, Tubi. Now, oh, my, actually, uh, my mom Tubi. has they're chosen Netflix Tubi. as our current spot. Really? Oh, yeah. well, they're all on Tubi for free if, if anyone. Uh... Does Cassandra Peterson have like other credits outside of being Elvira? Like, I think, was it Plan 9 from Outer Space? Didn't she play Elvira? She, <laughs> like she, play she was in that, right? I don't know if she plays Elvira, but. Uh, it's really, I, uh, I don't know. Oh, apparently she was in Diamonds Are Forever. As, a, as an extra. <laughs> so, so there we go. She was, she was one of the dancers. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. Like yeah, good for her. Make your whole career off of being your own alter ego. I like it. Um, I'm thinking TV shows. Did you... Uh, Home Improvement. Did you guys ever watch Home Improvement? They did a... They, they had Halloween a couple of Halloween episodes. Year. Not that yeah, I can after, remember, Similar though. to like Roseanne, like after like season two or three, they did a Halloween episode every year. Yeah. I mean, most sitcoms did, I think. Family Matters definitely did. Um, yeah, but those were, those stunk. They, they had like <laughs> well, yeah. scary Steve Urkel doll. Yeah. Do you remember that? Those were so terrible. Uh, I don't know. Married um, with Children had a 3D episode. I'm not sure if it was Halloween. Oh, grab your 3D glasses at your local 7-Eleven, blah, 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 for the Married with Children episode. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> I don't remember that. It's great, though. Oh, uh, and Twilight Zone. How do we miss that? Oh, Twilight Zone. Both old yeah. Twilight Zone and new Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. And that movie is underrated. Is it, though? I... Oh, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. That movie is... It's a good movie, because it did... Like, because those kids died in that movie. Do you, oh, do you yeah, know that? yeah. Yeah. Which kids? So Which two kids and then the main actor, they, they had a helicopter crash in the, the scene where the guy goes back to, like, Nazi Germany. Um, and they it's it's all over. Anyone that works, like, they bring it up all the time. Um, but the, the fake helicopter, like, killed the kids. Like, yeah. the spinning blade literally, like, killed these kids. And, and the other actor, like, three people died damn i know yeah oh, yeah and it was big because like was it um landis john landis it almost ended his career and then spielberg was a producer on that as well but john landis was directing it and they wanted to like try him for murder and unsafe work conditions and all this stuff it was a, it was a really big deal yeah uh moving on to happier scarier things we didn't talk about stranger things yeah uh, yeah all those netflix ones but netflix i mean uh, Stranger Things has kind of morphed. It's not as scary as the first season. Well, that's and it, what I was going to say, too. As... Um, the first season, Stranger Things, for sure, hits all the right Halloween vibes. Mm -hmm. The rest yes. of it is kind Old of... Old school, yeah. Yeah, I mean, nostalgia. not just the nostalgia fest where it's trying to, you know, just be more than... Oh, like hitting do... all those, like, 80s Ready beats Player before, One, like... 80s horror. No, the mm -hmm. first season, Stranger Things, was like... Kind of like the, the new It film, right? Like, that's a great Halloween film. Well, I mean... It just hits the nostalgia. Stranger Things in the season right one way. succeeded where Super Eight failed. Yeah, I'll yeah. say that. Mm -hmm. Well, it also had more time, right? That's some things deserve to be 
stretched out over the spread breadth of a series well, as opposed to trying to squeeze it into a film. Weirdly, the person that probably did that best was J.J. Abrams, the guy that directed Super 8 with Lost. And he did, and now it drug on a little bit too long, but he, I thought, did a masterful job of telling a long-form story that's one of the first other than episodic television. And then, of course, that, that's what Super 8 should have been. Yeah. It should have been episodic, and then they, they did it correctly with Stranger Things. Um, uh, Brett Kurt says that Morgus... Morgus the Magnificent was a New Orleans-specific version of Elvira. Now we need to look that up, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> this old uh, late-night cable television. Mm-hmm. Um, while, while you're looking that up, just on Netflix. Uh, Elvira's way Hill more House. attractive, by the way. Morgus the Magnificent's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Did you guys like Haunting of Hill House and then yes. just recently Midnight Mass? Uh, I haven't, still haven't seen Midnight Mass. It's on my list of things to watch. But Haunting of Hill House for sure was fantastic. Um, horror more than Halloween. I don't get Halloween vibes from Haunting of Hill House. No, but just we were talking about Netflix shows. Because Castlevania is really good too. And yeah. that's, is know, Ghostbusters that's really considered a Halloween? Yeah, I'd say so. I'll say yes. Yeah. It's just family friendly enough. <laughs> Like good enough to catch all year round, right? But yeah. but oddly, yeah. I mean, Best specific enough for Halloween. Yeah. Kind of like Casper. Did you guys just yeah, walk which, over the JJ Abrams was a ghost writer on that on Casper? Yeah. Oh, cool. He was an uncredited writer on it. Um, did you guys ever being in Orlando? I have to ask. Did you ever see the Ghostbusters show at Universal? Yes. Yes. Was it really good? I remember it that was being dope. like, yeah. yeah. So not as good as uh, the older iterations of, speaking of Halloween-specific, uh, Bill and Ted show at Horror Nights. No, but different. These well, are different Well, no, no, I mean, but right? like, yeah. so the Ghostbusters show. Was he a uh, ride, like, right? Yes. It, it was short. It was not a ride. It was, it was, a, it show. was a show. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you had other things like Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review came in a few years yeah. afterwards. And then... Um, Ghostbusters got revamped for uh, Twister. Yes. No, the Ghostbusters oh, show was, was great. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, the, but, the effects for the Ghostbusters show were on point. Yeah, because yeah. they had like a lucite screen and like projected ghosts on it. Exactly. Right? It was Wasn't haunted mansion, but yeah. like large scale. Yeah. On, yeah. On the lucite projector. I'm still upset I missed that. I and never you could actually watch these guys take on Zool in real time. Yes. Yeah. But no Vigo. No Vigo. Sorry, Vigo. <laughs> Vigo. It's Vigo. No Vigo. <laughs> All right. uh, I've yeah. got a couple other shows. You want me to do rapid fire if Go you guys have it. seen them or not? Yeah. Um, did you guys ever watch the It Crowd? No. Um, IT it Crowd? It Crowd? They're, they're Halloween. Eh. Um, what about Halloween um, is Grinch Night? Did you guys ever see that? No. Where are you getting this list? This is this is this is the the magical list I'm working on. Okay, got it. Ernest um, scared stupid. But yeah, so there's a Christmas Grinch movie, of course, yeah. and a sequel. But there's also a Halloween Grinch movie. Um, Animated. Yeah. Did you, have you seen the uh, the Shrek, the Shrek scared Shrekless, and then they also have the uh, the DreamWorks Monsters specials, and those are on yeah I've Hulu seen those. And stuff. Those are pretty good. Um, the Toy Story one's good too. Yeah, it's very, very good. Jumping to the Pixar side, the Toy Story one's good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Carey's uh, New York and Queens, where they do the the time warp at the end. Yeah, it's pretty good. I do remember that. That was a good one. Um, the Modern Family Halloween ones are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, guess, I yeah, agree with that. Yeah. If you like Modern Family, they're they're kind of they're kind of in for you. Um, Armed and Hilarious' favorite show, Quantum Leap. They've got a they've got a couple Halloween episodes. Yeah, I'm Not gonna jump in and say like the the Bob's Burgers Halloween <laughs> episodes is good too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, and this is one, Rex, you'll like us right up your alley. Uh, I just thought about it. MASH. Did you ever see the MASH Halloween trick or treat? I did not. Episode? I did not. It's pretty good. My my in-laws watch a lot of MASH, and so when I'm hanging out over there at okay. my in-laws' house, uh, it popped on not too long ago. And it was, I mean, MASH is one of the greatest television shows of all time. Uh, so there's that. But yeah, never. Was, I've seen the movie. I have not seen a single episode of MASH. Really? And I like the movie, but I've never, never seen a single episode from beginning to end of MASH. Okay, so go watch. Let let Trick or Treatment be your first MASH episode. Okay, okay, all right. You're, this is this is going to be it. If I like it, I'll continue. If not, this is where it ends. So it's, it's big pressure. All right. Um, all right. Um, I think we're, we're, we're missing one of the biggest, you know, TV shows. Yeah, I, I know where you're going. I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Uh, the X-Files. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, X-Files is fantastic and very Halloween, I would say, for a, a long-running serialized TV show. It kind of hits all the marks. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets, you know, it, it walks the line between Aliens and Halloween, I guess. Like, not Aliens, the movie, but Aliens, like, the yeah. the grays yeah. yeah it's so good so a side note when i was in vancouver we're talking favorite tv shows and my assistant directing professor was there and we're you know all this stuff and i was like you know x-files really isn't that great and she kind of pulls me aside and she goes just as a as a note don't ever say that about the x-files in this town. <laughs> I, was like, I was like why and so i guess the x-files was one of the first big television shows filmed in vancouver and essentially everybody in the business like so if you were on season one if you were a grip on season one you were directing episodes by like season five nice. so like everyone like just moved up the ladder and like x-files was the one that like brought him there and she was like i got on x-files at season three and she's like i still get mailbox money from it and she mm-hmm. was like everyone that's big in this town has some sort of connection to X Files. X Files, like, I'll say. X Files was great until the movie. Yeah, well, is it what like famously when Mulder and Sculler, Scully, Scully, like yeah. kissed or whatever, kind of figured out their relationship? People stop watching just yeah. as they do most shows. Like yeah. once. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it was. I always liked that. I always liked Mulder and Scully as completely platonic. I appreciated. That yes. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. And then once you try and add the elements, like all right. And then the, right. then the the producers want the will they won't they aspect. Like no, mm-hmm. get, get out of here, bro. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? Speaking of, of X Files, and we'll actually wrap with this. Um, I really oh I no I've got two more that oh, I've okay. got that are well, must let me say this really ups. quick, and yeah. then you'll go your two, and then we'll wrap. But right. I really appreciate the renaissance of Gillian Anderson's career the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. Um. Oh, uh, bring it because uh, uh, Hannibal. Hannibal, um, mm-hmm. she's good in well, starting with like The Crown, I guess she had some, you know, Hannibal, Sex Education, she's good. 
Um, yeah, so shout out to Jillian Anderson. All right, go ahead. Two more. Uh, Muppet Show. Um, with yes. Vincent Price, Legendary. So much good stuff. Um, that's, yeah, so, so, so good. Um, and then Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. We said that, right? Yes. We did? Yeah. Oh, because I hate that show. I think it's the most overrated piece of crap that has ever been put on television. All so Charlie Brown? Like Peanuts or like Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown in general? No, Great Pumpkin. Really? No, I love the Christmas yeah. episode. <laughs> but there's something something just rubs me wrong about Great... I was, I, was, I was so happy that when I heard that they took it off last year that it was nowhere to be found. I was like, this is a vacation from that load of crap that is Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Oh, and now, right. unfortunately, PBS brought it back this year. So well, I'm sorry to everybody out there in TV land. We will just have to uh, agree that you're crazy. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, thank you for everybody uh, who commented on this week's podcast uh, on Reddit, uh, Big Bear 2G19. We love you on Facebook, Brett Kurtz. Thanks a lot, amigo. Uh, what do you guys think? Leave us comments, like, follow, subscribe. Find us at the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast or Digital TP Podcast where you get your podcasts. Um, leave us your lists. What are your must-watches? What are you? What are you things that you stay away from? Like Rex apparently stays away from the Great Pumpkin. Um, let us know. For the Digital Toilet Paper, my name is Jason Bear. I'm Rex Arebo. Adarmed and hilarious. And we'll catch you guys next time.